Welcome to the Comedy Here Often Podcast. I'm your host, Kevy. This week on the show, we've got the hilarious Chris Locke. Hey! My background is good, eh? Yeah, man. Yeah. I saw, like, a, a hot beach babe in the background. Yeah, here. <laughs> Do you know her? There you go. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Who's that? Yeah, I do. I know her. That's my wife. wife. Oh, cool, man. You're so cool. That's my (laughs) wife, and that's my front yard of my house. Really? (laughs) Yeah. Comedy is paying off well for you, I must say. Yeah, I'm rich. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know why I'm in this crappy room behind me. It's like a joke room. You're on your your joke room. That's where you go to write jokes. Yeah. Um, Let me fix my background. It looks crazy. I think it looks amazing. I want to learn. Okay. Anything. Yeah, I'll keep it like this. I don't Give care. me something to aspire to. Mi- okay. Yeah, you guys yeah. don't mind talking to... Oh, oh like that. <laughs> <laughs> this, that should be my face. How did I do that? Oh, almost. Yeah. Oh, oh, there it is. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty sick. Podcast just got great. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. That's super cool, man. You're <laughs> so beautiful, Chris. I want this, yeah. too. <laughs> yeah. You want that? Yeah, I kind of. I found this picture. Yeah, that's sick. Is that um? Did you find that on like a cool desktop wallpaper? It is a type of thing. Yeah, I did it. I as a joke when I was zooming, just like a hangout with friends recently. But this yeah. is pretty awesome. Can I take a screen grab? Oh. Um, yeah, go for it. Let me see. I'm actually gonna. I'm gonna take. Uh, Instagram. I'll just do me and respect your privacy. <laughs> okay. That's okay. <laughs> thing I think we definitely want to be involved in. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Are you seeing my background? This is seamless. Yeah, you. It's really Alexi, good. Yeah. By the way, Chris, this is young Alexi, and she's clearly in San Francisco. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. I right outside. You, right. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. Outside, Alexi. I don't know if you know that, but. Well, I like to live dangerously. Yeah. How are you, Chris? Good. Do you guys feel weird that you don't see my real face? Um, I don't see you very often, so I'm kind of used to it. Okay. <laughs> I saw you at the debaters. Um, oh, you did? I saw you, I saw you on the street once, and I messaged you, and you're like, were you the guy with the luscious blonde hair? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, but you looked way different than you do now. Yeah, I, I got the laziness beard now. Yeah, but you also, like... I feel like you had a totally different look. Yeah. Like, I feel like you, um, are you guys recording now? Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> yeah, you almost had like an Icelandic, uh, black metal look or something. Thank you. Did, a, is, I love am I even wrong? That, that is mm-hmm. definitely a compliment to me. Yeah, I like, love, yeah. Do you, do you like the sort of lore of black metal and just, out black meddling the rest of the people in the black metal community. Like, you know about that, about like the, the guys in mayhem was like, like eight other guys, the bass player and wore his bones around his neck and a necklace and stuff like that. Oh, um, I don't know all the stories. I watched that one shoddy documentary from a few years ago. Yeah. Where they were all killing each other and stuff. Yeah. Well, what happened was where one guy was really crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing is that one, the singer of one band committed suicide and then the guitar oh. player came in and saw it and was like, Oh, this is actually a great um, opportunity for some shocking album artwork. So oh, you yeah. a picture of it, and then it was they did that, and that was yeah. the guy in the band Mayhem. And then he started a record label, 
and a store and it started getting really big. And then there was this other guy in the scene from a band called Burzum and everyone's like, that guy's a poser. So they yeah. sended that guy to the point that he started killing gay people around town and then killed yeah. the guy from Mayhem and, uh, and beat him in the head with a hammer. And, that, and now that guy's in jail and he's like, told you I was the coolest. What? Wow, his music must be the best. <laughs> <laughs> if you go to those limits, you're the best musician for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> That's insane. That's scary. Yeah, yeah I guess, no, I, the documentary I saw was one guy went too hardcore and, like, started burning down in churches and stuff. Yeah. It that- was the same, it was the same guy. And he also oh, got... Oh, kinda, shit. Okay. He kind of got peer pressured into it, where they were like, come on, man, don't be a pussy. Burn down the church. And then he's like, pussy, huh? And then he killed the guy in the other band. Now, right. I do remember that. reigning black metal champion. Yeah. That's scary. That's terrifying. Alexi, do you know, do you know about all this stuff? I, I feel like it sounds familiar. It's vaguely yeah. familiar, but that's so dark. We've gone to a very dark place today. Yeah, it's a good start. It's there. a good start. Um, oh, this is so the real me, guys. Oh, man. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> cool hat. I like your wallpaper, yeah. actually. Thanks. Yeah, I'm trying to make everything look like the jungle as much as I can. <laughs> like you're outside? Yeah, so there's like, oh, actually, there's like, a monkey here too oh wow yes <laughs> that looks like a mask for a small child yeah it's a business i'd like to get into actually it's small probably children. like a mask yeah where everybody that grew up even to have been a full adult yeah was still like a, the size of a child <laughs> this i got is it like, on a real like... archaeology adventure here's crusty the clown this is uh, i don't know now i feel embarrassed that my yeah. Like a new element to the podcast is like we get to see what people have in their in their house. I, really I know. Like yeah. For some reason, I saw a clip of the Saturday Night Live uh, live stream one, oh. and I was really upset that Colin Jost or whatever had like such a nice place. I was like, "Screw you, man!" Yeah. <laughs> you have a nice place. You have like a. Yeah. I mean, we saw you're on. You're, you're clearly on beachfront property. Yeah, Your that's right. Oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely mm-hmm. a ten. That's right. So yeah, you and you didn't even see her face or talk to her, and you're already saying that. That's really nice. <laughs> shallow. Um, she's yeah. literally a silhouette. Yeah. yeah, she's a perfect ten, as from that butt I saw uh, yeah, by the sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> like that's all you're going on. Yeah, sunshine enhances anything to a ten, as far as I'm concerned. Good. I know. I know. We need it here in Toronto. Yeah. It's bad. Where are you? Toronto, like uh, Hyde Park area. Um, nice. Oh, I I just doxed myself, I guess. Uh oh. But yeah, You're come and find me. <laughs> um, yeah. I thought you lived in Vancouver. No, I just go there a lot. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like to do shows or other things. Yeah, like I think you asked me to do this last time, and I had just come home. Yeah. So I was like, I can't. But that was back in the day when we would go to the people's house to do podcasts. Well, Alexi and I do it out of our record label. And okay. uh, it's really fun because it's just the sort of like we do it and then we go have drinks and pizza after and it's a whole thing. Nice. But I guess we can have drinks and pizza by ourselves after. Yeah, exactly. Uh, actually, yeah, my wife's making homemade pizza for us. Oh. She was a so, yeah, exactly. <laughs> She's a 10. That's why I said, uh, you're a 10, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Well, thanks for coming on today. Um, I wanted to ask, uh, I said, we have like things we tend to ask the guests and one of them is like what kind of day jobs did you have growing up 
Oh, really? Well, do your uh, viewers, even listeners, even know who I am? I'm like Absolutely. a comedian from Canada. Chris Locke, one of the funniest people in the whole country. Oh, thanks. Well, yeah, I've had bad jo- day jobs for sure. Two coffee shops, uh, four years in a mailroom at a media buying company. Really? Um, my mom used to run a, um, like, a, what's it called? you know play like those placement agencies and so she got me a lot of really when i was being a bum she got me some crappy um oh. what about temp temp jobs yeah oh yeah what? yeah like i had to organize a whole room that was just full of binders one day um <laughs> that made me sick um oh, man. yeah oh yeah phone room for the mervish productions they put on the like Sound of Music musicals and stuff. Do you know those guys in yeah. Toronto? Mervish Productions? Yeah. Yeah, so I worked in the phone room doing tickets for them on and off. And okay. then I was a I was a veggie and fruit juicer at this um, vegetarian restaurant chain here in Toronto for four years. These all sound like okay jobs to me, to be honest. They were... I navigated my life pretty well in that I could not use my brain too much for my job, day job, so I could <laughs> still be focusing on the good stuff. That really was my goal too. Like I worked in the back room of like a women's shoe store and I just organized everything. And I they didn't even let you up front. They wouldn't let me up front. No one trusts me to buy shoes from me. Um, I liked that job kind of. And then I, and then they, at one point they were just like, look, you're totally unnecessary here. And they fire me. Oh, <laughs> Oof. Well, well, yeah. I mean, if just a back room kind of guy, it's hard to argue, I guess. Um, what were you doing? Just handing them the boxes when they came back? No, I, I'd organize them by style and size. By the way, Alexi, backroom kind of guy is the name of this episode. That's backroom kind of guy? Yeah. <laughs> like, um, All for it. That's the Are you guys both musicians? Yeah. 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 But and yeah, I know you and I don't know each other very well, but I produce no, a ton you, of comedy albums too. Oh, like give me, tell me who. Uh, Ivan Decker. Oh, yeah. Three Dino Archie ones. Um, oh, jeez. Demers, uh, Kevin Banner. Uh, yeah Sigurdsson oh you've done everyone I've done like around 50 <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a huge fan of the Vancouver scene me too like I go out there a lot I don't know we'll see how it goes now but like I was trying to go at least <laughs> twice a year like I used to do a weekend at the mix but then I'd also try and do my own go back for do my own shows at the Little Mountain yeah or um, Havana or something like that yeah Graham's just, yeah yeah I, so, I, um, well, we do I, a monthly at our studio, uh, and you got to come do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also, I did, I did an album for Graham and it just hasn't come out yet, but he did make me cut every time he makes a weird sound out and put it aside to make a separate album that is just noises and crowd noise. That's good. <laughs> yeah. I think Graham told me about that. He's been sitting on it for a long time, right? Yeah. Like two years. Like I would say he was like maybe the sixth album that i recorded and then Mm -hmm. it's and now i've done like 50 and but i think um he's take he said like during this time he now it's time to kind of go over it so i think we're gonna finish it but do you have an album there's nothing else to do yeah i have two albums out um that are quite old now but i recorded two um last year i think and they're no i recorded one recently and one last year Okay. And the one recent is, re- like, they're both really good, but I was developing new material at the time, so yeah. I kind of went back and made one in uh, March, and it's really good, and I'm really excited. Oh, what's it called? 
It's called Chris Locke live at his own birthday party. <laughs> and so it's pretty much, it's almost ready. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's great. It's really fun. It's really silly. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but yeah, I have two on Spotify and iTunes and Sirius XM right now called, uh, from 2014, it was called uh, The World is Embarrassing. And it's pretty much the more, most straight up stand up I've done because it was when I was younger and I was really trying to hit it. And then uh, 2016, I have one called Demons Are Eating My Head. And that's a lot of, that's a lot of craziness because my first daughter was just born and I was kind of going nuts, you know? Yeah. And so, yeah, it's really fun. They're, they're, they do pretty well on uh, Sirius XM and yeah. uh, iTunes and stuff. Well, that's, you're very respected and very funny. So, of course. So when you oh, say thanks. people know who you are, of course they do. And you crushed it on the debaters when I saw it. Was that the one? So it was in Vancouver. Yeah. Yeah, that was really fun. That was yeah. with uh, Julie Kim. Yeah, it was so funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's cool. Um, Alexi does all the uh, photography for the albums at the label and stuff. Oh, sweet. Yeah. So we do this podcast together now. So you guys are way into it. Okay, that's good. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I wasn't sure. Only Kev, uh, Kevin has contacted me online a few times. Yeah. And then I saw you on the street. That's true. <laughs> Can you show people? Are you are you guys putting out this recording? This yeah, it's going to be on Spotify and everything, and then also on YouTube. Okay. Yeah. So, can you show people a photo of you from like two years ago that I'm talking about that I'm referencing? Well, I still look like that. I just have my hair up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but <laughs> let me see. Can you take your hat off? No, you don't want to, eh? <laughs> see? Yeah, that's a different guy. <laughs> Look, look, I'll do this. I'll do this for you. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> Same thing, I think. Yeah. I got a cool collection of hats. Let's just keep it that way, I guess. Come on, Alexi, quit holding out on us. Me? Right now? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> if you got it all... Oh, yeah, yeah. It's Gracie. Yeah. <laughs> If you're all organized, don't worry about it. It's different. I'm all, I'm all sorted. <laughs> yeah. Me too. Me too. <laughs> Chris, did you do um, improv stuff growing up? Yeah, I did uh, Second City courses here and uh, some theater sports, it was called at the time, stuff yeah. like that. But I only for a few years. And then I, um, yeah, I think improv is very valuable, but I, I uh, maybe I'm a control freak. I like to just uh, write and play with my friends yeah like improv sucked when i was doing it with people that i didn't already have fun with and didn't think were funny for sure and so that happens a lot i think <laughs> yeah and so do you just kind of realize that you're more into stand-up stand-up was like a control thing for sure because i did sketch uh, um as well as improv a lot with my my friends but then um you can't corral everyone out every night to go play with you so yeah you have to start crafting a way of being funny solo so you can just go out more yeah i hated waiting around for times to perform you know what i mean i still hate that yeah that's kind of like being in a band is, too versus sure. being yeah. like a solo artist it like it sucks having to like plan oh, with God. everybody else and you can just do it by yourself how about this you're yeah. supposed to go on stage in five minutes and someone from your band is just now missing yeah <laughs> oh, great that's a good time to go outside with your friends and stuff. I'm sure too, especially like power dynamics when someone's the most creative person and then has the most output. And then there's people that are 
jealous and you have to deal with that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah that, right? that definitely right. happens. Like I was in a band where everyone fancied themselves the front man. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and it's man, it can be really frustrating. And then if you're mad at each other and you're also touring at the same time and you just have to be around each other all the time. Yeah. yeah. It was funny. I was in a punk band just stupid kid punk band in high school. And I, w I really wanted it to be like silly and snotty and like skate punk and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and so we, we only played like three shows, but I really used the opportunity to be funny while we were performing. Yeah. I love And that. it was fun. Like, yeah. Cause I loved like all those skate punk bands of the nineties that were like, sex in those bands. Yeah. Just dinks, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, just goofs. And then, uh, though that band, we broke up, but then everybody else in that band got together and with a different singer and did a super oh. hardcore, oh. like New York style, hardcore, like yeah. Gorilla Biscuit style, hardcore punk. And I was like, oh, it's okay. You know what I mean? Like, it's, that doesn't like, seem fun to me. It's funny because... Like really they, political, you know? They, they, they went solo and you went solo and both did the thing that you were doing together, but without each other. Yeah, that's <laughs> totally <laughs> right. thing. <laughs> yeah, because I was playing like power chords on the guitar and stuff, but I really just wanted to sing and act goofy. So you're right. It literally, I was like, oh, I just need to be a goof on the mic. I don't need the yes. backing band. <laughs> I never thought of it like that before. Yeah, man, you guys both went solo. Yeah. <laughs> when you were doing your day jobs was um when you were doing the juice job was anyone ever like amazingly rude to you do you have any stories like that yeah and you know what's crazy i met all these celebs because it was one of those hot spot kind of restaurants yeah and you know vancouver and toronto are like the big you know hollywood north type spots for yeah. canada and so this was like, you know, Jared Leto and Andre 3000 and all these wow. people come in. Yeah. Yeah. I met like the Beastie Boys, which was sweet. What? Like, what? Yeah. I got to talk to MCA before he passed away. That's wow. incredible. That was huge for me. Yeah. And then, uh, but every celeb was uh, Jason Schwartzman. Everyone was like the nicest guy yeah. uh, or person. And then uh, the, it, the neighborhood, like, Lululemon moms were like the meanest ones. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm like, you're I just the met the Beastie Boys. <laughs> yeah. And you're just like, I don't know. Yeah, like the wife of a guy from Sloan. Yeah. <laughs> you're being like me. No, yeah, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I mean, that's hypothetical. I think all the Sloan's wives are nice. I don't know. Sloan's. <laughs> Sloan's wives. <laughs> yeah. I used to work at HMV downtown and anyone who was filming something would come in there so I think I've told this before but like Gary Oldman would come in quite a bit and he you'd be in like a weird disguise which basically looked like a 70s pimp like big gold glasses and stuff and then he was always nice to me but he hated when people recognized him but it was funny weird. um this guy uh I, I forget his name but he was in um train spotting he was the crazy guy in train spotting yeah um, Robert was, uh yeah Robert Carlyle yeah right he yeah. came in he would always come in with his family and he was so friendly and, my, and at the time in HMV, we were um, selling these cards that got you a discount if you shop there a lot. And yeah. my boss was like, Kevy, try to sell him the fucking cards. He's like trying to make me sell Robert Carlyle the card. And I was like, Ugh. And then uh, so yeah. and he's like, no, no thanks. <laughs> he's like, he could see I got pressured and felt bad for me at the same time. But That's good. So, oh, yeah, yeah. The, the best one was, which I told us before, so I'll make it quick, is that 
um, Gary Oldman got ID'd for his credit card when he was buying something once, and the, the, cash, the cashier was like, can I see some ID? And Batman Begins was on display, and he grabbed it and went, here's my fucking ID. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who did? Gary Oldman. Um, he was in a lot. He's, he's like one of my favorite actors. He what was, was he always buying? What was he always buying at Agent B? Criterion like, Collection DVDs. Aw, that's cool. I like that he's keeping it real. Yeah. yeah that yeah. would suck if he was buying complete seasons of Family Guy or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, come on. <laughs> yeah, now I don't like your acting anymore. But yeah. he's buying Criterion Collection, so now I like his acting even more. Yeah. <laughs> Romeo is bleeding is ruined for me now. It's a deep cut. Do you get that one? That's a I deep cut. I do get that. Romeo's bleeding was that um it's a Jet Lee? No. I'm pretty sure that's Gary Oldman. Is it? Um though uh, now I might be wrong. I don't want your listeners to be like, fuck is this guy talking Chris about? Chris Law has no idea <laughs> the cast of Romeo's bleeding. <laughs> um I don't even know if I saw that movie. I, yeah, it's I'm Gary Oldman of, stars in Romeo's Bleeding. I'm thinking of Romeo Must Die, which was Jet Li. I know, I know what you're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I love that about you. <laughs> um, check this out. Psychic. Um, this is awesome. Let me see. Um, um, whoa, how'd you do that? Screen share. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've done a few Zooms by now, guys. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Gary Oldman, Lena. Wow. Julia Lewis. Wow, that's a great cast. Look at him there, freaking out. That's like your, your <laughs> wife in your silhouette. Look, exactly what I don't want working. any fucking membership discount card. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there you go. I'm also, um, wow, you're good at Zoom. I also like that I can see my own <laughs> Facebook tab open in there. That's nice. Oh, yeah. Your Didn't message is blinking. That's, that's I logged on respect. before checking your message because I, I figured it was just you being like, where are you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. What other tabs do I got there? I gotta watch it. I like right. this. I'm pretty this good. Is, I'm pretty. This could good. be a new a new segment where we see what tabs people have open. Yeah. And quickly shut the porn off. That the guilty <laughs> tabs. Yeah. Open tabs. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Imagine I was just like, check this out. And it's a ton of nude pics of Gary Oldman. <laughs> and I'm like, I like him too. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, he's an actor. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he was just the hottest guy from photographs. Yeah. He's awesome. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I won't check my tab. That's okay. You can you can answer an email if you want. Me and the kind of. All right. I'm busy, guys. No, no. <laughs> oh, hey. By the way, yesterday was Kevy's birthday. Was Whoa. happy birthday. Was. Yeah, happy birthday. I, I spent. It's funny. I spent the whole day the whole day before it worried that i would be sad on my birthday yeah because i really like like for my birthday the year previous um i just did this open invite it was like look i'm gonna be at my apartment this is the address and then at night i'm gonna be at this place and just my friends just cycled through all day and it was just really fun that's yeah. how i like to do it so i was actually worried that i would be sad on my yeah. birthday but i just spent the whole day on the phone with people and it was actually really fun that's nice Aww. Yeah, it's yeah. hard. A lot of birthdays have been happening during this. My my daughter's fourth. Yeah, birthday happened March 29th, and uh, that was sad. Doing oh, like Zoom family. Does she like okay, to spend her back. birthday the same uh, way as me? Like at a bar at night 
and yeah, yeah, <laughs> like a frozen themed bar, and a girl <laughs> dressed as Elsa keeps giving her like uh, popsicles and. Yeah. So now that you have a uh, a child, you must be really up on your family movies. Yeah, I feel like I've actually gotten funnier and sillier because I live in like a kid's world now. Oh, really? You know? Yeah, yeah. Because I show them stuff that I liked as a kid, like tons of cartoons and silly stuff. I find that um, I don't watch children's movies at all. So I figure that the breaking point would be actually having a child and now you have to be interested in it. It's not bad. Like, uh, I, I don't know if I was like one of those, like I'm already a goofy, silly guy anyways, you know what I mean? But if I was like a guy who only, uh, liked watching hockey and, playing the stock market or something. Yeah. I think it would suck more, <laughs> you know, but I'm already like in a silly world anyways, you know? Yeah. Creative world. So I like it. I love that you're silly. It gives I, me I, good jokes. A, it's such a nice addition to any comedy lineup that you're just so drastically different from everybody else on it. Oh, thanks. I, I think you kind of stole the show on the debaters because of that. Like, you were you were doing yeah. things that weren't stat based like everybody else, and they, they all did great too. But your, yours was just yeah. like so wildly silly. Yeah, you know? I just I try to. Yeah, you going against Julian was like perfect. You know what I mean? You're too well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we met up to do the bare knuckle round like at a coffee shop on uh, I don't know down around there somewhere where I was staying. But uh, yeah. She kept being like, I got this thing to say. What do you think about that? And then I'd be like, yeah, that's funny. And then I could say this. And she'd be like, yeah, that's great. And I'd be like, in my head thinking, okay. You're just like, <laughs> because that is going to destroy you. <laughs> like, I, I, like, Julie's awesome. And it was fun working with her. Yeah. But I definitely like so covertly snuck in some power bomb gags during our bare knuckle round that she she just thought was like yeah that's funny and then I'll say this and I was like sure <laughs> <laughs> you good Chris it's funny because it doesn't matter the debaters doesn't matter but I, Wins, yeah. clearly everyone still is kind of like uh, gunning for it you know yeah the last one I did was actually here in Toronto and it was just before it was like a week before no um three or four days before like self-isolation started Oh, really? Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Graham was here too. Yeah. Oh, he was? Was he on it? Mm-hmm. Oh, because he yeah. co-hosted. He, he like, yeah, he does the intro off the top and, and, he, and he writes punch-up for Steve and everything. Oh, but cool. I think he, he did do a debate against someone. Yeah, it was good. He's so funny. Yeah. You guys must have been performing together for a long time. Well, it's funny. Like, I only started going out to Vancouver for comedy in, like, 2012 through Yuck mm-hmm. Yucks. Yeah. And ever since then, a few friends would always be like, you and Graham would really hit it off. Yeah. And it actually took a while. We didn't meet each other till maybe 2013 or 2014. But then, yeah, we do. We did hit it off. And we talk quite often, actually. Yeah. Often, actually. He's a sweetheart. And he's, mm-hmm. he's like good for checking in on you, you know. Um, Has he been doing that with you? Yeah. yeah he just, Same. Yeah. It's really thoughtful. Yeah. He's a thoughtful man. Very much. Uh, selfless. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to be, I got this new podcast that I just started yeah. and uh, he like, I know I'm only going to do interviews for the Patreon fans. Okay. The, the, re- the regular podcast is like a 30 minute 
guided meditation by like an idiot. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, you guys should check it out. It's called Happy Good with Chris Locke. Um, and I make my own ambient music, which is super basic garage band stuff. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And then I just talk like I stream of conscious talk about trying to cheer you up and make you feel good about life. Yeah. Um, half hour weekly. So yeah, tell your fans to subscribe, but if they subscribe to my Patreon, they will get stuff like my first interview is going to be with Graham. Awesome. And but we'll focus on positive stuff and staying happy and how do we do it and stuff. Oh, I love that. Yeah. yeah, cool, eh? I'll put the link. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sweet. Yes, yeah, just it just debuted yesterday actually. Oh, the first sweet. episode. Hey, why does your Twitter keep getting taken down? Uh, I don't know, man. It's what the so hell? funny, and you keep having to restart. Cool. Yeah. Well, I guess this one. It was just it was just one big one. Uh, the one I'm using now, yeah, used to be my Utopia to Me, which was my old podcast. Yeah. Um, it's I took over that and made it my personal one. So my numbers for followers is way down now. I'm at like 3,400 or something. But I was getting so close to 10 grand. Yeah. After like 10 years. Yeah. And I think I kind of made fun of someone, and I don't know, maybe they reported me. But it wasn't. I'm not. A, <laughs> I'm not a huge troll. I swear. No. It was just like I think a person was weird i think someone hacked me it was weird i don't know because oh, i i appealed like three times and they wouldn't give it back yeah man, what the hell sucks because you are <laughs> so consistently funny on twitter and facebook thanks that if i see that you've tweeted or posted something i'm like oh it's gonna be good <laughs> oh sweet with it too a lot of comedians don't give away the funny for free that way so i appreciate it yeah i think that's nice thanks yeah i think um in regards like in terms of me being that way, I think my brain is just broken and I cannot do it. And there's so many like dumb ideas that I know won't probably turn into anything else. So why not just throw it out there, you know? Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Like silly things. Um, like what did it, what's the last thing I tweeted? It was for sure nothing I could do with it in real life. <laughs> um, yeah, I wrote, I've tried to Mrs. Doubtfire my way into a few family homes over the years, and I n- never last long. The kids always say stuff like, Mommy, the new nanny smells like shit and plays Slayer too loud. <laughs> so what would you do with that otherwise? Perfect. It's a perfect tweet. <laughs> if it tickles for. someone's fancy, yeah. then I'm happy. Yeah. Like if it, it makes them... my fancy just now. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love the idea of like a grubby version of Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> Yeah, just like a stinky metalhead stoner being like, "What do you guys want for lunch?" I don't know. <laughs> it's just it's just steamed hot dogs every day, <laughs> macaroni. Um, yeah. Okay, Chris Locke, I got one more question, and then we'll wrap it up. Okay. Do you remember what you did the first time you ever got drunk? And how old were you? Well, the first time I tried alcohol for real. I drank a screwdriver in Julie Henderson's basement. She had a big house and she had parties in her, her parents let her have parties in her basement. May have been grade six or seven. And we tried a oh. screwdriver and uh, she kissed me on the cheek. And yeah, it was insane. <laughs> the uh, feelings that rushed through my blood. Oh my God. Um, but then another time in high school, around 15 years old or so, me and my friend Brennan split a 26 or something of Southern Comfort. 
and uh, we broke all my t-ball participation trophies. Um, we went nuts. Uh, we I remember not to be crude, but crude stuff enough. was coming out both ends, and I, like I was like a dead person. It was. Fun. <laughs> I think we fell asleep in the snow on the front lawn. Oh bad. my god! Wow. <laughs> I haven't had southern like comfort too. since. Yeah, yeah the, fair the enough. The first time I got drunk was coolers <laughs> in a tent, and then the next time was moonshine. Oh, oh yeah! Man. Oh god, real moonshine. That's nice. Yeah, man. That's what happens. Tasty. Your friends have hillbilly uncles. That's um, amazing. Did you grow up in Vancouver, like in the in Langley? On, okay. Yeah, it's it's like it's like an hour outside of Vancouver. It's like it's kind of the sticks. <laughs> so, did you guys have like what are those parties by like the fire pits? What are they called? Yeah, you know bonfire type parties, like a bonfire kind of thing. I didn't, didn't, I didn't really go to parties and stuff when I was a kid. Uh, I was just like in my room, like watching Tom Green on the weekends and stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was like um, same, same. Practicing my instrument and stuff. I didn't. I, I. It's funny because I did. I got drunk off moonshine that time, and then I was like straight edge, like my mid twenties. Like Mm-mm, uh, I don't like this at all. Huh. Yeah. Oh really? I really really judgmental of my of people who did drink it's like pff, <laughs> oh yeah their lives. now i drink all the time by the way yeah good uh, <laughs> i i definitely went to one of those bonfire parties uh, yeah. like when i was 15 and hmm? i feel like they're called something else I'm calling it. it's some it's called something else yeah but, i can't remember it, it was specific too because i I'll grew up in it. richmond which is like a suburb of vancouver yeah. and it's like an island so it was like a bonfire party like on a beach Wow. So that had a name. That's actually amazing. That sounds cool. It was it was bad, though, because I was like 15, and we got so drunk, and I remember someone was driving me home. They weren't drinking. They drove me home, and I remember throwing up all over the, the car that I was in and all over my friend's shoes, and it was... Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, BC, you guys, too. Like, I, I did go out there as a teen a little bit, yeah. Um, my parents were big skiers, so every now and then we we got to do like a Whistler Blackcomb vacation. Oh, nice! And so they had some family friends out there that we we'd stay with sometimes when we were in town. Yeah. And and I remember like turning a teen and like turning into a teen, and everybody was like shrooms and weed out there all the time. And the parents even felt like kind of like a more hippier style than Toronto for sure. You know? Yeah. yeah. I like it out nice. there. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. How old were you, Alexi, when you first got drunk? Oh, God. I was like, oh, you know what? I think I was was actually, I was 12 at my cousin's wedding. Okay. But I was just drinking the free wine. (laughs) Okay. That's fun. I'm going to do that tonight. Talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I'm going to do that tonight. You grew up on a boat, Chris. No way. Yeah. What the hell? So you're what I'm talking about, I think. Yeah. (laughs) Are Are your parents kind of like West Coast hippie style? Yeah, well, they were. Now they're pretty, like, I don't know, they're pretty straight edge. But at the time, yeah, we, like, lived on a boat until I was seven and um, cool. smoked a lot of weed <laughs> before it was legal. I didn't. But <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Huge stone. But, you, but you grew up, like, knowing the smell a bit? Yeah, I did. Oh, cool. I thought I thought that's what everybody smoked, everybody's parents. When I'd hear about parents smoking, I'm like, oh, it's that, that, that skunk skunky smell. Scent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. Do you like weed now, or did the? Uh, yeah, I mean, there? I didn't smoke yesterday on four twenty. That's like where I'm at. But um, I'm not That's much. Cool. Of, not much. I'm really, just okay. social with it. Yeah. Like, I think more than weed, yeah. I like standing in a semicircle outside with my friends. 
<laughs> yeah, that's a nice time. And I, I personally need like a drink to be going on too. Yeah. If it's just weed, it's too heady for me. Oh yeah, yeah. I need the drink to take me out of it a little bit and just give me that nice buzz. Yeah. I I also edibles send me right to hell for like. That's what everyone hours. says. So <laughs> I almost ordered gummies the other day, but that's what everybody says. It's, it's just not like, enjoyable for me. The gummies can be good because they're for sleeping. I think so. If you take one and then it just knocks your ass out, that's fine. But the like yeah. hash brownies and stuff, like I thought I was hearing ghosts. I. Uh, I was scared. Um, yeah, I can't take that. <laughs> I feel like I'm being really weird in front of everybody. It's bad. I had a lot of Probably times am. like that as a teen. That was yeah. me as a teen, not now. Yeah. 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 It's oh god. Definitely All right, Chris Locke. Well, thanks for coming on, man. <laughs> let's end it with freaking ourselves out. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no. Let's, let's go get stay sober, everybody. It's a good time to be paranoid. <laughs> yeah. Um, thanks for having me. Yeah, it was nice yeah. chatting and meeting uh, with you guys. Yeah, and so your, your new podcast, check that out. What's it called again? Yeah, Happy Good with Chris Locke. It's brand new. We have a Twitter and at Happy World. No, Happy Good World, sorry. And Instagram is at Happy Good World as well. Perfect. And yeah, it'll calm you down, make you feel happy and good, but also make you laugh because <laughs> it's like you ever listen to like a motivational thing by like Ram Dass or something? Yeah. So picture him, but it, imagine he was like stupid. <laughs> That's the perfect selling point. And then follow me at Chris Lock World. That's the new Twitter. Okay, follow him there. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you next week. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Comedy Here Off the Podcast. I've been your host, Kevy. Make sure to follow Chris Locke on social media. Make sure to check out his new podcast about meditation. And make sure to follow us on all our social media at Comedy Here Often. Make sure to subscribe to us on YouTube, too. We'll see you next week. 